Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. You're listening to episode number 218. It's going to be a fun show. We are going to do lots of Disney trivia on this show. Yeah, Connie's going to test my trivia knowledge of Disney, which is probably going to not be great. <laughs> I feel like I know a little bit, but not a, like not. I can't remember things. Have confidence. Bruce. All right, I'm going to have confidence, which okay. I'm going to know everything. You know what you should do? You should answer each one. You know what I'll do? Here we go. I'm going to make it a multiple choice. Okay. So that you listening can follow along and choose as well as help out Bruce because, you know, multiple choice makes it a 50-50 chance that you'll get it right. So I'll try to stall after she asks the question so you can think of it, and then you can text me if you're listening your answer. Okay. And then I'll, maybe I'll know it. Actually, just shoot us an email if you know the answers. I want to see everybody's Disney knowledge out there. If you actually knew the questions. Did you just ask people to text you? I was just joking. Don't text me. <laughs> okay. Well, we're also going to go over some reviews we got on iTunes. Thank you so much for the recent reviews and a couple questions. We put a post out on our Facebook page because we always love to do Q&A episodes and answer the questions that you have. Um, and sometimes we have to do a little bit of research on those questions because they're not as easily known to us. But there was quite a few. I, like I said earlier, just have confidence. And whatever you choose for your answer, just say it with confidence. That's why I tell the kids at school. Like whenever you raise your hand or... Just say it with confidence, and sometimes people will think you're it's right. <laughs> I generally do do that. Like, if I give an answer to something, if you ask me, I generally just say it like I know I'm right, or it, it, you're going to believe I'm right, whether I am or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you're going to start spreading false information. Oh, great. <laughs> so we're going to answer a few questions, too, at the end of this. If you're new to the show, welcome. Welcome. This is uh, our 200 and some episode of the show. We also do some stuff over on Instagram and on Facebook. You should go check us out there as well. Uh, and we uh, have a lovely sponsor for this episode. It's Enchanted Escapes Travel. If you're looking to go to Disney World or Disneyland or Cruise, you should definitely check them out. We prefer them. You can check them out at enchanted-escapestravel.com. Here we go. Are we getting right into the questions here? We've got a, quite a few trivia questions. So I kind of think we should get right into it. All right. I, I kind of like these episodes. I, I, let's, let's test my Disney. Wait, should I ask you some? Or uh, yeah, I thought that. That was the plan. But you have all the questions. So don't you know all the answers already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let, I'll test you and you test me. Okay. All right. Ready? Ready. Here we go. These, most of these actually are old old school Disney stuff. And then we're going to do, um, we'll do a current Disney. By the way. What? This okay. is, a, we, we did not produce an episode last week. We actually did, but we did it for our Patreon only friends. Um, so if you want. We're going to be doing that a little bit more as we move forward. So if you want to check us out on Patreon, you can do that. Go to unlockingthemagic.com. That's our website. Uh, there's a button there that says Patreon, and you can just join us there. Uh, so we do these exclusive episodes and extra stuff in there. It's fun. It's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of fun over on Patreon. You get to see some old school Connie photos I've been sharing over there. I don't know if that's a good benefit of joining <laughs> us on Patreon, though. It's been a lot of fun. Okay. okay. All right. Disney trivia time. Here we go. We're going back in time to the year 1946. Are you ready, Bruce? Always. Okay. What was the then new at the time? The Ber what? The menu? The then new. Oh, I thought you said the menu. I was like, all right, this is a restaurant one. The then new. I guess that doesn't sound right. Venue? The 
whatever. I should just forget. The View? Like the TV what show? What was Burbank Studios called in 1946 Walt Disney Productions annual report? By the way, you guys, a, a lot of these are from the Walt Disney History Museum. If you're not following them on Instagram, go check them out. Tell them that you found them from Unlocking the Magic. So much fun over there. Some Dis- They share, of course, Disney history, and it's just really cool. Okay. Can you repeat the question? Okay. What was the Burbank Studios called in 1946 Walt Disney Productions annual report? So this is an annual report that Walt Disney Productions had to do. And they, what did they call this report? This you, is 1946, by the way. Can you use it in a sentence? Hold on. I'm going to give you two choices. <laughs> I cannot use it in a sentence. 1946, okay? Was it A, Mickey Mouse Park, or B, Disneyland? Anytime you're ready. I'm thinking. Well, <laughs> give me some, listen, I didn't read these questions ahead of time. There's a lot of like dead air that it makes me nervous. <laughs> I have to think, which means okay. there may be quite a bit of dead air on this episode. Okay. So you may have to do some stalling here. All right. All right. I'm going to go with Mickey Mouse Park. Is that your final answer? Can you tell me the origin of the word, please? <laughs> Maybe I'll, that'll sway me. No, I cannot. Yes, that's my final answer. Okay. It was called Disneyland. Oh. So as you know, Disneyland wasn't even established in 1946, but this annual report was called Disneyland. Isn't that funny? I I was going to say Disneyland, but then I, I thought you were tricking me. I mean, I usually try to trick you, but no, this one was pretty straightforward. Well, that worked. Okay. But you didn't give them the... Listen, the what? reason you have the dead air yeah. is so that people at home can think about it and maybe give their answer before, although they have the pause button. Well, or they don't need that much time to think. Are you trying to say that they're a lot smarter than me? <laughs> Just a little quicker. I'm not saying smarter. Okay. Just quicker. Okay. I Next mean, I won't one. be offended if that's what you meant. All right. Working title. Do you know what a working title is for a movie? A working title. Yeah. A title that works. <laughs> so working titles are usually given to movies or films that... No, I, let me just see if I know this, actually. Okay. Oh. This isn't part of the trivia. I mean, there is a trivia-related oh. question, but... It, I'm trying to just... Let me see if I get this right. Okay. So a working title, would, would, that, would that be something that they use as the title as they come up with the real title for the yeah. movie? Yep. That's one reason. Does that count as me getting one right? You know what? Yes. Okay. Thank you. If I had a bell or something, I would be ringing it right we now. We should have a bell. <laughs> we should have What's a bell. The, we should have one of those. <laughs> yeah. Can we dub that in? I'll just do that every time I'm wrong. All right. <laughs> All right, so the first one was an ant because it was Disneyland. True. And this one is talking about... This one was a bell. This one was a bell even though it was like a... It's not really the question. Okay. Well, here's the thing. What's going to happen is you're going to ask me questions like as part of the show. Okay. And and I'm going to think they're all trivia questions. So just be aware of that. All right. Anytime you ask me a question in the show, I'm going to assume it's a (laughs) trivia question. (laughs) That's going to be fun. Jeez. Okay. Working title. So working title, yes, it's a couple reasons number one being that the official title hasn't been decided and there's also another reason why they do it is for working purposes and identification so that the the film cannot be leaked out ah, i was gonna say public. that i was gonna say they probably want to come up with like an incognito movie title so that way they don't really know what the real movies they about. don't get bombarded by people applying you know contacting their agents i wonder how prevalent that was back in the 40s and 50s though 
It must have taken a lot longer than it does today. Yeah. Like today the movie gets Yeah. Avengers Infinity War gets leaked out before it even comes out. <laughs> no, right. Like the whole movie, not just the title. Rumor has it that Return of the Jedi was produced as Blue Harvest. I actually haven't It might have been better as that name actually. <laughs> read Return of the What? Oh, Return of the Jedi. I thought yeah. you meant the newest one or the old one? I'm not sure actually. The but... Force Awakens was the new one. Anyway, okay. What was the working title for the movie Fantasia? Musicland or concert? Feature. Lots of day. <laughs> we better have some music playing in the back. Let's put some music on. Hold Can on. you? What were the two choices again? Music land or concert feature? Now think of Fantasia and think of the. I'm gonna say concert feature. You are right. Yes, I think you threw me for a loop there with the music land and Disneyland. <laughs> ding ding ding. Okay. I actually didn't know that one. I didn't know that there was a different title for that. Same. So I thought that was really interesting. Okay. And now you know all about about working titles and what they mean. Right. I mean, I kind of had a little bit of a clue, but <laughs> now I'm for sure know the answer. Now you Next can. time somebody asks me in my work okay. what a working title is, mm-hmm. I'm going to answer with confidence. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to be right. All right. And I'm not just going to be trying to fool them, yes. like thinking I know what I'm right, but I'm really not. Next one. The most iconic and First Disney villain, the Evil Queen, or also known as the Wicked Queen, which, by the way, the Disney History Museum, when writing a few of these, they mentioned the Queen as being the Wicked Queen. And I actually didn't even know until now that that was her, you know, and also a different way of saying Evil Queen or how they referenced her. Well, she's not going to be like the Nice Queen. No, but I always thought it was she's the Evil Queen. That's it. There's no other. Wicked? Yeah, Wicked Queen. I, I like her more a little bit now. Wicked. Like she's the Wicked Queen? <laughs> yeah. Like she's the Wicked She's wicked. Evil, she's the wicked evil Queen? <laughs> she's the Wicked Evil Queen. Is that what they meant? Hold on, let me say that a little bit more of my Boston accent. Wicked. She's the Wicked Queen. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> She'd totally fit in around here. She Wicked knows her evil. <laughs> she is Wicked Evil. She's Wicked. Okay, sorry. Get back on track. How does the Evil Queen address her mirror when she wants to find out who is the fairest one of all. Well, if she's from Boston, she's going to say, hey, mirror, get over here. Okay. You can't make me laugh this whole time, okay? Is that how is that how she addresses it? No. <laughs> but you're right. They should do like a whole version of these like with a Boston accent. That would be hilarious. Actually, that would probably be hilarious for... A minute, and then it would get and really annoying. Could, yeah, no, it definitely would get I'm annoying. from Boston, and whenever someone tries to do a Boston accent, it annoys the crap out of me. You know what? I think it's fine if you're from Boston, but if you're, yeah, if you're not from Boston and you try, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, obvious. I'm offended by it. You're offended, okay? Okay, so is it mirror, mirror? And this is a really important question, Bruce. I don't think you realize how important this is because I never realized how similar these two were and I might have gotten it wrong when wait, I first so wait, wait a this. second okay what do you mean so when she's looking into the mirror that iconic scene right where you're like all right evil queen do your thing and she's looking in the mirror I'm trying to get you to say it <laughs> she's asking you know the real answer but she's not you're she's not gonna, asking you're not going the mirror is she saying mirror mirror on the wall or is she saying magic mirror on the wall I'm going to assume she's saying magic mirror on the wall. You are right again. Because you tried to trick me. Because everybody thinks it's mirror, mirror on the wall. I That's what I'm saying. I think for as long as I can remember till now, I think I was always saying mirror, mirror. There's always those sayings yeah. that are 
infamous mm -hmm. and then you realize that they're saying something else and you're like wow i said that like a bazillion times <laughs> the wrong way everybody's looking at me like i'm really butchering that saying yeah and this is one of them because okay. i bet you if you ask anybody that everybody i mean there's going to be some uh there's going to be those people out there who uh know it you know because they're very history disney buffs or they just know the movie but for 99 percent of us we thought that was mirror mirror on the wall <laughs> i thought i knew the movie and apparently i know nothing so okay it's like one of those things like little kids say like volleyball yeah even though, like it's volleyball and you don't want to correct them because it's so adorable even though you should because it's wrong you think that that's like that's like probably 99 percent of this podcast like people just don't even let us know they want to correct us because yeah. it's so cute they just let it go they're just like you know what these guys are from boston they're wicked funny <laughs> i like my saying for the day <laughs> okay next one this is also about movies what was the original story what was okay let me start back what was the first original story adapted into an animated film made by walt disney studios so the original story not a movie that had been pre-existing i'm so confused right now do you not know what that means yeah i don't know what no can you repeat the question please <laughs> okay what was the first original remember these are gonna have multiple choice so you don't have to panic all right okay too late <laughs> What was the first original story adapted into an animated film made by the Walt Disney Studios? In other words, what movie, what story was made into a movie that was an original? So it wasn't like how, you know, Sleeping Beauty was made from a story. That oh, gotcha. Been. Okay. That Got was it? original, not reinterpreted. Yes. Got it. Feeling confident? Yes. Okay. I actually Here. know the answer. Was it... Lady and the Tramp or Dumbo? Lady and the Tramp. Oh my gosh, Bruce. You answered that so quickly. And guess what? What? You are right. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I love our sound effects on the show, by the way. We are super high tech here. We are. Yeah, we're amazing. Okay. But I knew the answer. I, I think I knew Dumbo was uh, an old story that they reimagined. I guess the easier way to ask you was, what was the first film Walt produced that was not based on an original story? Oh, my God. That would have been so much easier for me to figure out. I was like, yeah. I spent half the time trying to figure out what you were saying. <laughs> I have it in my notes after the fact. Because the question itself I got from the Disney History Museum. And I feel like over there, you should follow them. Definitely. I don't have their Twitter, their uh their Instagram handle in front of me. But um, I do think that they, they, they are... Much smarter than, than us. smarter. The smarter. Um, than us. I was gonna say the way they write. Yeah, it's, it's you, yeah. Walt always said he didn't want to do sequels, but he did do a lot of reimagining from books that in stories that he wrote and made those into movies. That's a good point, but definitely it was his version of it, right? And I well, think he had to take the writing and make it into a, a visual version of it. Yeah, and then put music behind it and yeah. visuals. So he did a good job of that and like telling the story in film. This film had no pre-existing storyline. It was released in 1955. And, of course, the scene featuring Lady and the Tramp with the spaghetti scene, the spaghetti I'm meal. Doing, I'm actually doing pretty good on these. You are. It is often recognized as the greatest romantic scenes in cinema history. Kind of grosses me out a little bit, actually. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Is it gluten-free? It would be gluten-free pasta right now in 2019. It would be, it would be rice pasta with... Low-carb tomato sauce. It would be zoodles. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, sorry. I sometimes feel like I'm funnier than I really am. Like I laugh at my own jokes. Okay, next one. I'm ready. What was Hollywood Studios' original name? All right, give me the choices. I'm not giving you choices. You gotta know this one. I just this one. It was like a joke. Are you serious? What was Hollywood? Yeah. MGM. Okay. I was waiting. I was waiting. I didn't want to jump the gun too much. I thought you'd try and trick me again. All right, this is going to be really hard. I didn't know if like Hollywood Studios was like imagined in the 40s and you're going to be like back in the day, Walt had a <laughs> envisioned a studio where you could come watch movies being made. Well, listen, okay. This is going to be really tricky. But see if you know it. I didn't know it. So. Now, listen, here's okay. the, what, is it going to be tricky by the way you say it or is it going to be tricky <laughs> the actual question? Good point. Cuz the last one was kind of tricky for me. For the way I said it? Not Hollywood Studios, but the one before that. Like the way I described this. I'm telling you, like it's just yeah. It was like a little bit confusing the way you tried to figure out how to answer that question. It's or, the way, yeah. I shouldn't read off of like other people's stuff. <laughs> like I should make my own stuff. <laughs> okay. This next one. So M- MGM Studios, Disney's MGM Studios, which the reason why you didn't have multiple choice on that one, Bruce, is because it's a given. But what does MGM stand for? Did you, do you know? I feel like I should know. I know. Me too. And you know what? I didn't until, I'll be honest, I didn't until I was doing these show notes and I was shocked that I didn't know. I thought it was like Mickey. And I was like trying to think. I was like, wait. Didn't he partner with a studio? Yes. So it's got to be the name of that studio, correct? Correct. But I don't know it. Metro, and I'm going to botch the name, Metro Goldwyn Mayer, a.k.a. who is the mascot of that? Do you know? You've got to know. The mascot? Yeah. It's the Golden Lion dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. The Golden Lion guy. I think it meant of Hollywood Studios. No. But it was an interesting find. I didn't realize. And actually, when I was doing these, I, I was doing these with our middle daughter. And she was helping me create this list. And she said, Ma, it's the Golden Lion. That's like very popular. I, I, she didn't know either. So the Golden Lion, you see the MGM logo when you've watched movies i feel like it's not so much lately but more in the 80s and 90s when you watch those movies you saw that golden line before the movie came out well apparently the name was a result of a 1985 licensing agreement which allowed disney the right to use the name mgm well we were calling it mgm for a while and it's now it's hollywood studios it's like same with Disney Springs, right? It used to be downtown Disney, now it's Disney Springs. Well, yeah, I think I think I'm finally over calling it MGM. Like I feel like Hollywood Studios is something that just rolls off my tongue. Now. I'm always going to call it Star Wars Land, though. <laughs> that area. I don't care how long it's there for or how popular it is. It's always Star Star Wars Land to me. What year did it change from MGM to Hollywood Studios? Oh, this is a good question. I think it's recently. Like in the, I'll give you a hint. Okay. It's in the 2000s. 2000 and six. Meh. Yeah. 2008. That was close. That was really close. But I mean, I did give you the hint of it being the 2000. Yeah, but that's like there's 18 years I could have chosen from. As Meg Crofton, president of Walt Disney World, put into the press release announcing the name change. The new, she says, quote, the new name reflects how the park has grown from representing the golden age of movies to a celebration of the new entertainment that today's Hollywood has to offer in music, television, movies, and theater. So when you think of that quote that she writes, 
I guess it makes more sense even now because they did get rid of uh, the Great Movie Ride, which was representing the golden age of movies. So I guess it slowly is becoming the new place to celebration of today's Hollywood, which I don't know if that makes me happy or sad. I think it makes me sad, actually. I don't want anything to do with today's Hollywood, to be honest with you. <laughs> today's Hollywood. No, you know what it is? It's not that there's anything wrong with today's Hollywood. Oh, it's there's just... lots of things wrong with today's Hollywood. <laughs> it's the fact that I feel like our kids... And the fact that they can't come up with an original movie is the number one thing. Is the fact that I feel like the kids need to be exposed to all these great Hollywood classics. And, you know, even if you have every intention to do it, life gets in the way. You get busy. You never, you know, do things that you ultimately want to do. So when you go to these parks and you are exposed to it, it's definitely memorable. You know what it is for me? Or makes you want to, right? By the way, the Walt Disney Family Museum on Instagram, I just looked it up. It's WDF Museum. Ooh, thank you. And museum, if you're like me, is spelled M-U-S-E-U-M. Okay? If you can't figure that out like me. Okay. There you go. All right. I was just going to say, oh, you know what it is for me? Okay. The, I like the old Hollywood, like the great movie ride for me was, it was a way for me to rem- remember those movies or see glimpses of the best parts of those movies because I'm never going to go watch those movies. Never say never. I'm never going to watch those movies. <laughs> I just said it. I just don't have the attention span to sit but down again, and watch those yeah, movies. Yeah. So it, it, it kept me aware of why those were great movies. Right. It exposed you to this And now era. there's no great movies. Well, it ex- They even ruined Star Wars. <laughs> Come on. Stop it. They did. They ruined it for me. Stop it. Solo. I did not expect this conversation to go like this. Was wow. a no-go. I should have, I should have known. <laughs> but I do think that that's interesting. Which name do you prefer? MGM or Hollywood Studios? Name, not anything else. Uh, I mean, for me, Hollywood Studios, I didn't go a ton when it was MGM. So Hollywood Studios is like what I remember. Yeah, I did go. Sorry. Yeah, well, thank you for that. <laughs> when I was a kid. But I think I still prefer the name Hollywood Studios. And I really hope that that name doesn't change. Hollywood Studios represents more about what it could be than MGM. MGM f- feels like it's talking about a specific company. Where Hollywood Studios is more of a genre. Mm-hmm. When hosts aren't listening. Yeah, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Busted. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Usually you're the one that's found guilty of not listening, but mm-hmm. I wasn't. Sorry. Okay. This is my last one for like old school. How many more do you have, by the way? I have like, I have one more old school one and like four newer age All right, questions. great. Okay, this next one. In 1942, the film industry honored Walt Disney with their highest award. What was it? An Oscar. Gordon Sawyer Award or Irving Thalberg Award? Irving Thalberg? He sounds he sounds like he's important. Irving Thalberg sounds like a really important name. And your answer is? What was the other one? Gordon Sawyer. I'm going to say Gordon Sawyer. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. You are wrong. I should have went with Irving. The only reason why I shared this one is because it has our name. (laughs) Is it spelled with an I or an E? It's spelled with an I. Irving. I should have went with my really important. He sounded like an important person. I should have went with him. Irving Thalberg Award. What was the fourth recipient of this award is not 
an annual presentation, but honors creative producers whose body of work reflect a consistently high quality motion picture production. And if you go into um, this award, you'll see it was named in honor of the man who became head of production at the Universal Film Manufacturing and was a year later, Meyer Studio became part of the Metro Golden Meyer. He became head of production for Lewis M- Meyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mayor or Meyer? Mm-hmm. Mayor? Mayor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you're bored. That was kind of boring. I'm yeah, not, I know. It was kind of boring, but I didn't realize. I didn't realize. After the... you said if I was right or wrong, I literally stopped listening. Really? But it's fine. Other people probably want that information. I thought it was cool. He, at the age of 20 and three years later, was a vice president and head of production for the Lewis Mayer. A year later, Mayer Studio became part of that MGM. And I thought that that was cool to know because MGM became Hollywood's most prestigious film studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. Let's get to the next one. Wait, don't you have any for me now? I don't. Wait, really? I used, I, you said them. I was going to say those two last ones, but you got them before I did. Oh, really? Stop. I want, I want to be, I want to be challenged. All right. I'm going to have to come up with some for the next episode because I came up with a couple, but yours were just much better than mine. Oh, God. And you're going to like, mine are going to be super easy for you now. All right. All right. Let's get to some questions. Do you have any more trivia questions? I do, but I Name, can't. Do one more. All right. Hold on. Your best one that you have for right now. Okay. This one is, how well do you know Magic Kingdom, Disney's Magic Kingdom? And this one is from Oh My Disney. Okay. These are fun. What is the name of the park's underground tunnel system? Is oh. it the Magnet Tunnels? I know this. Utilidor? That one. Or Wedwalk? Utilidor. Got it. I knew that. I didn't even have to say it. I knew it was like one of those, it was a funky name. Okay. Next one, Main Street, and you should know this because we unlocked Main Street. USA was inspired by what real, inspired, not a accurate depiction of it real american town was it main street usa of course <laughs> marceline missouri northfield minnesota i'll just give you two marceline missouri okay i knew that one all right next well it's main street usa of course <laughs> how tall is cinderella's castle cinderella castle it's pretty tall how tall is Cinderella Castle? You know, it's funny how it's not Cinderella's castle. It's Cinderella Castle. Well, it's it, not like, is it not hers? I don't know. 111 feet, 189 feet, or 265 feet? 189. Correct. All right, I, last. I actually, I'm doing pretty okay on these. I, I'm, I'm like, I, except for the two questions you asked me that I couldn't really figure out what you were asking. I know, it's my I pretty fault. much got all of them right. Yeah. You should give me some credit for that. I I will definitely give you credit. I literally got those two wrong before you even finished the question. You know, I know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which Magic Kingdom attraction features the song Zippity Doodah? Is it It's a Small World, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, or Splash Mountain? Do you want me to sing it? No. But are you serious on this one? Zippity, yeah. It's Splash Mountain. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I feel like you're tricking me. You're trying to really see if I'm a true, like... If I'm just pretending. Okay, so full disclosure, sometimes I go on these trivia sites and one from Oh My Disney. Actually, ever since the D23, I've been kind of checking out Oh My Disney. It's just a fun website that I go on. And sometimes I try to trick whenever they have like chest your knowledge. I get really excited when I know most of them. 
This is all right. I have one for you, actually. Okay. What animated feature created by Walt Disney was inspired by him playing the lead role in a school play? Wait, now I know how hard this is. Like, I actually have to listen to you. Is right, it? Can you go back? <laughs> yes. Can you go back and repeat the question? Now? I'll pay attention a, now. Go. Do you want me to use it in a sentence? No, just Here, I'll, Here's yeah. the sentence. What animated feature created by Walt Disney was inspired by him playing the lead role in a school play? So think of the movies he created. What okay. movie did he create that was inspired by him playing the lead role in a school play? Okay. Is it? I feel like we should ask these questions slower because it's hard to like think and listen to your question and All right, here we go. I'll do it again. <laughs> what animated feature? <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Created by Yep. Walt Disney was inspired by him playing the lead role in a school play. So when he was a young child. When he was a young child. I hope he didn't play the lead role in a school play in his 40s. Yeah. No, what's wrong with that? That would be weird. In a school play? What if it was like a college play? Still kind of weird. <laughs> okay. So take a guess. You're not giving me multiple choices? Well, they didn't give me multiple choices. They just gave me the answer. Oh, no. All right. I'll give you a couple multiple choices. Okay. Was it Dumbo, Peter okay. Pan, or... Lady in the Tramp. Inspired by a role that he played in a school play. Well, it couldn't have been Lady in the Tramp because that wasn't even around. So, Peter Pan? Correct. Yes. And that is why I don't ask you questions. <laughs> what do you mean? Because that took way too long for you to answer. Listen, that was like a 10 jealous I got it right. Mine's like, I know them. I don't have to think about them or Google while you're sitting here. What is the official? What is the official tagline for Walt Disney World's? Magic Kingdom. Is it the happiest place on earth or the most magical place on earth? And I feel like everyone gets this wrong, so I am hoping that... It's the most magical place on earth. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. You got it. Right. And the only reason I did that was because someone mentioned it to us last time we were in Disneyland. What, happiest? Like, they told us the distinction between those two. I think one of the cast members we were talking to. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's it for those. Wait, I just want last one. Okay. Which of these is not the name of a Jungle Cruise riverboat? You know the Jungle Cruise, right? Joe. <laughs> That's not the name. Yeah, actually. I got it right. See? Told you. Because I'm I'm really impressed with this Jungle Cruise. Maybe I should do a shirt reflective of the Jungle Cruise because there's actually Conga Connie on here. Ooh, you should uh you should do that. That's a great one. I Somebody help framed, us out with that. Wait, are you being are you being sarcastic i can't tell like sometimes i can't tell if you're being sarcastic or you're being honest that was my genuine enthusiasm coming through right there oh okay yeah so congo connie is actually is a name the kids and i actually call you congo congo connie behind your back they do yeah so here comes congo connie watch out yeah monday morning she's on the warpath yeah it's not easy it's a little messy in here and it's (laughs) sunday night Oh, I was thinking Monday mornings, like when I'm trying to get everyone out the door and it's, yeah, I'm a hot mess. Yeah, that's why we said Sunday night. So the four that they give you are Amazon, Annie, Congo, Connie, which we know is a name, so that doesn't count. Nile, Nelly, or Rainforest, Rhonda. Which one would you think is not a name? Rainforest, Rhonda. It, it is, actually. Wait a minute. Is it a name? <laughs> I don't know if I got that one right or wrong. Hold on. I didn't read the right answer. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Hold on. Hold a thought. So anyway, <laughs> back to Congo over. Connie on Sunday nights. Okay. 
Oh, wait, what? Well, I was just trying to stop. <laughs> I was just trying to stop. Forget it. Move on. Right, Whatever. Move on. Email us what you think. We'll find the answer. And put it on Facebook. Because <laughs> okay, I don't know what happened. But before we end the show, I actually have a couple questions from that Facebook. But I just want to say thanks to a couple people who left reviews on iTunes because those are awesome. Maze W said, amazing podcast. I love this podcast so much. Connie brings the facts while Bruce brings the uh, humor. Not today. I didn't bring any facts. Don't worry, Connie. You're funny too. Oh. I've learned so much and my family calls me the Disney nerd. Well, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. And then Jonah Banks, 213. I recently found your podcast and have been more than pleased and entertained. You two are truly funny and full of so much information. I'm 23 years old and I've only been to WW once when I was in elementary school. Aww. In the fall of 2000. In the fall of 2017, oh, I thought she said it. she was in elementary school. At the fall of 2017, I was like, wow, who is this? We get listeners from all ages. These are young folk on here. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. That's awesome. And then Laura Elizabeth 426 left another review. Love the podcast. Bruce and Connie always keeping things fun, lighthearted, and informative. There's also a lot more that they wrote, which I appreciate. Wait, But wait. I'm not going to read it all here. Did you say Rainforest Rhonda was your answer? Yes. You're right. See? Listen, I am the king of Disney trivia. If, as long as you can clearly state the question, I'm going to get the right answer. Okay, okay. I Admit it. I admit it. <laughs> Except for that Irving. Listen, again, if you can clearly state the question and I can understand it, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get them uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that just solidified me as a Disney expert. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to certify myself as a Disney expert now. I'm going to work on that Congo Connie shirt. Certified. All right. Go ahead. All right, so back to the questions. All One right. question we had was, and I'm going to paraphrase it here because i can't find it but it was you guys talk a lot about not enjoying park hopper but i don't recall an episode where you actually explained why why do you not enjoy park whoa. hopper why whoa 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 <laughs> <laughs> there's me. a lot of accusations here there was <laughs> i'm just kidding um why do we not like we do talk a lot about park hopper i think i like it too much that's the problem <laughs> actually you know what i think that is the problem like you the problem is not the problem. The problem is your attitude about the problem, which is always my problem. It, you know what? Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow did say it right. Did say it best. So okay. it's not that we don't love the park hopper. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Talk, talk. You don't speak for yourself. It's not that I don't love the park hopper. <laughs> it's that maybe I like it too much and I'm always constantly thinking about we could be doing something else somewhere else. And with the lack of park hopper, it makes me kind of stay in the moment and make, makes me realize that I can't leave. Unless I come back right here. So I might as well just stay right here. It kind of helps you be in the moment a lot more. Me, she's referring to me, not you. Listen. Yeah. And if you're, yeah. Like what kind of personality type would you say you are? Other than like an introvert or like um, just hyperactive maybe? I'm an introverted. Hyperactive. Hyperactive. Sensitive. Alien. Hungry. <laughs> Bruce is not really Sometimes a lazy. human. He's actually yeah. an alien. <laughs> That's true. Um, but uh, if you're not from that species, then it might work for you. But I, but I do think that what Bruce just said is pretty accurate, and is probably the reason why I dislike the park hopper because his attitude and his constant feeling of what we could be doing. If they're like, say, you're in. Magic Kingdom and there happens to be long lines or whatever like he's constantly checking the app of like what the attraction times are at the other parks and kind of obsesses over that and it kind of brings down doesn't bring the group down but it definitely changes our feelings like it's hard to stay and be and enjoy the moment I think that if anything I want to 
share with you on this podcast is that it's really about your attitude and how you can just live and be in the moment because the memories that you make in the smaller moments is everything on your Disney experience. It's not being on any of the attractions. It's not at any of the restaurants. It's really just enjoying your company and finding the magic in those special moments. That said, if you happen to visit Walt Disney World during peak time, so like uh, I would say um, not a holiday because you don't want to park hop and then not be able to be allowed back into a park like the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day. But if it's a busier time, like Thanksgiving week or something, you definitely, I think that's when the park hopper kind of is helpful because you can kind of go do other stuff if it's crazy crowded or whatever. Mm -hmm. Did I answer? (laughs) Just kidding. I was listening to that. Okay, next question. (laughs) No, what I was going to say is you're right. Or if if you are going for 10 days or two weeks and, you're going to multiple parks, but you don't want to go to multiple parks multiple days, or like a day like Hollywood Studios until these other things open. Yeah, like that's the other there's, time. There's gonna yeah. be like oh, those are maybe not a full day park. Yeah, that's the time I would probably use it. But generally speaking, it's because of that issue that we tend to have a create in our <laughs> amongst ourselves is the fact that like having the park hopper makes you want to park up, and sometimes it's not practical. Like getting back on on the Disney transportation, no matter how efficient they have become, especially with like the minivans and stuff, it's not easy going from park to park. It's it's kind of a long, exhausting adventure. And if you're like me and you go hop on the monorail and you're like, all right, I'm Magic Kingdom, I'm gonna hop on the monorail and get to Epcot, you are lulled to sleep on the, on the monorail and you get to Epcot, you're like, oh, I'm so tired now. Right. <laughs> Something happens. I don't know what. All right, here's another question. Okay. What is one... Oh, hold on, I lost it. Oh, geez. Stall him, Connie. All right, I'm just uh, gonna just All right, here share. we go. Oh, okay. Thank you for doing that. that oh, was great. no problem. I can... What's the table service restaurant you've always wanted to try but haven't? Ooh. That's mm-hmm. a great question. I don't know if there's actually one that... Oh, you know what? Scratch that. I have one. Okay. Mine's Victoria and Albert's. Really? Yeah, I've always wanted to try that, but you know, we have kids and you know. You're not a Victoria and Albert Albert. <laughs> Excuse me while I while I correct myself here because it's Albert, not yeah. Albert's. I'm not a what? I feel like you're not a fancy kind of man. Don't put labels on me, lady. <laughs> That's very judgmental of you. I just feel like Victoria and Albert is a very high-end restaurant, and I just feel like... I don't fit in? No. I'm not welcome? I shouldn't go? Listen, you're putting words in my mouth. I just feel like the way you behave, let's just say, in a fancy resort such as Grand Floridian, you're not necessarily comfortable in your own skin. That's true. I'll give you that. But I always want to try. Do they have takeout? (laughs) No, probably not. Do they have a quick service window? Uh, no. Oh. Can I get my fancy meal to go, please? Probably not. You know what? It's so funny that this question came up because it made me realize that there are some restaurants that we haven't tried. You know what happens? You go to Disney World and you find the restaurants that you love, and it's really hard not to book those same restaurants over and over. That's because you know them, and as much as you want to try new things, sometimes you don't want to risk the new things being not good. I just I don't feel like you can necessarily go wrong in in Walt Disney World at a restaurant. I really don't. I don't. I think that any restaurant, no matter what level, is going to be a decent meal. I don't, I don't worry about it being not satisfying. I just worry that I'm going to miss, like for instance, the Liberty Tree Tavern. Like I'm going to be bummed that we didn't 
I don't know. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense. The one restaurant that I actually really never thought of before that I would like to visit is. Should I stall them while you Google it, Connor? <laughs> no, I'm just making sure that this is the actual restaurant. Yeah. All right. This is the restaurant I would choose. The Hollywood Brown Derby. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people talking about that one. This is fine signature dining. So a lot of times I avoid it because it's the two dining credits that we have to forfeit. <laughs> so I'm kind of a dining credit hoarder. And I don't like to give two unless it's like a dinner show. Um, for some reason, those are easier for me to give up. But I feel like this one is a, an iconic restaurant. I love that it's the replica of the famous Brown Derby, a landmark restaurant over in Hollywood. So it's kind of something special and it definitely has some incredible dishes. So I guess that's the one I would really want to go and check out. That's that, So that's one for me in Disney World. In Disneyland, I've, I want to check out the Blue Bayou. We've never had a chance to go there. Why more... haven't we eaten at the Blue? Like this annoys me. Well, because when we go to Disneyland, we don't, we, we're usually not there for like a week. We usually go for like three or four days, so We've we only get to go to the so park many. one time, and it was our first few experiences, so we didn't want to waste time <laughs> eating, even though we did. We just didn't want to waste time actually I, sitting and eating. We wanted to, you know, we wanted to be able to stand and eat <laughs> and walk around. I just want to be able to hang out in that room. I wish they would just create a quick service area in Disneyland that you can still have the Blue Bayou theming, but without having the Blue Bayou pricing. So that's the one in Disneyland, and then in California Adventure, for me, it's the Carthay Circle Restaurant. Okay. That's the two that I want to try next time we go to Disneyland. Wait, which one did you say for Walt Disney World? You would agree? I said the uh, Victorian Alberts. Okay. Just because it's fancy. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I want to try something yeah. fancy for once in my life. I really feel like that's never going to be in the cards, but okay. I think you have to wear a jacket, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fat guy in the little coat. That's going to okay. be me. Okay. <laughs> Are we done here? There's one more question. Okay. This is an email question. This is from Mallory. Mallory. Quick question about boat travel around Disney Springs and Port Orleans French Quarter. This, is this a convenient way to travel by boat around this area of the resorts, or is it better if I take the bus from Disney Springs back to the French Quarter? I love the name Mallory. I love the podcast. Mallory from Wisconsin. I. She said, don't yeah. say my name, though. Whoops. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. She didn't, oh, what? <laughs> she didn't say that. I Growing up, we I would change my name all the time growing up. I don't know why. I was, I'm obsessed with names. Would so, you change it to Mallory? I think I would. All right. Mallory. That's great. Answer right. her question. Call me Mallory. Kong, and it doesn't go with Conga Connie. That Conga Ma I actually, Mallory. <laughs> all right. Okay. Get it together over there, lady. All right. So the question is, what's the question? The question is, traveling from Disney Springs to Port Orleans French Quarter, is it best to take the boat or the buses? French Quarter? Yes. Oh, that's Port. a good question. I, I prefer the boat. Because it's more of an experience, and I just think that it adds to your day. Uh, I don't prefer it if it's a rainy day. <laughs> True. Uh, or cold day, because it can get chilly on the boats. But what's really interesting is the buses at the French Quarter are not that crowded. Like, so it's kind of an easy transition. So here's what I'm going to say. To, I would do the boat. And from, I would just do the bus. Now, I would do the boat both ways as long as there's not a huge line to get on the boat and then but i just want i just want the boat captain to just go a little faster yeah that's what like i mean a like a tiny <laughs> bit faster like can we go a little bit like push the gas a little buddy hit the I, throttle let's I, go <laughs> yeah. there's nobody there we can see way far ahead of us there's no one coming i think going i think they're both very practical and if i were to choose either i think number one they're weather dependent but number two i think they're both pretty 
similar when it comes to the travel time. The boat takes, I feel like, a few minutes longer. The busing is a little bit more seamless, I feel, because you just never know when they're loading the boat. Like sometimes it takes a little longer, whereas buses, it's pretty, pretty quick. Um, but I, I, if I had to choose, I would say the boat just for like that experience. Like just it to me. And this is why I'm so excited about the gondolas. It's more because any Disney transportation like that makes me feel like you're on an attraction. And it's fun. Like, I'd go on the monorail and just ride the monorail just for fun. Less the bus doesn't make you feel. The bus the, makes you feel like you're home, going to work. What can they do on the bus that will make it more fun? I think that is. They could is, probably make the bus fly. <laughs> yeah. Like, if they make the bus fly, I'm going on it. Like a hover, a hover bus? Yeah, that's fine. Like, it doesn't have to hover more than a few feet. Or if there's, like, they serve food in there. You Although know sometimes there's too many people and it would kind of gross me out to eat food around. Yeah, that many we're people, not eating so food. I don't know about that. I think that should be the next Disney. Or they made a double decker bus so you could yeah. sit up top <gasps> outside. That would be fantastic. Now you're talking, Bruce. That's what I'm saying. Like, All right, I Disney, think... get on that. Double decker buses yeah. and then make them hover. They have to and I'm on it. reimagine the buses, not because they're inefficient. I think they just need to make the experience like an experience where you're on a monorail, you're on a boat. I think that would make me choose. They should take the bus yeah. and connect four or five different buses to them. Yeah. And then put it on a track <laughs> around the, the three resorts near the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Wait, that's the monorail, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the monorail. <laughs> Wait, that's Never mind. You did that already. I like your hovering idea. I love your double-decker. I think that that would be fun. That, that would for sure be fun. You could see over the treetops, maybe get a peek of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You know? All right. Thank you so much for this episode of the show. If you want to go check out our other sponsors of the show, Kingdom Strollers is one. If you have little ones and you go to Disney World, go check out Kingdom Strollers. You can rent your strollers from there, and you can use them while you're at your parks and your resorts. Their website is kingdomstrollers.com. And also, if you're looking to buy or sell DVC points, DVC Resale Market is our go-to resource for that, dvcresalemarket.com. Uh, thank you so much to those who support the show and sponsor the show and make it all possible for us to do this lovely podcast here every week. Or lovely every, maybe every other week with the holidays yeah, the holidays but for the most part we're here every week <laughs> i mean we've done a lot of episodes so i think we 218 i think we've earned the right to take it a, a, one week off <laughs> from the free podcast we do okay you I, um, because I, I i just listen to you i literally just do whatever you tell me to that is very much false <laughs> it's like wait no really because when you're not in a good mood, this podcast is not the best. That's probably... It's like me with the park hopper. Yeah. It's, it's like you don't want to be a podcast with me having park hoppers in the no. park. No. Yeah. But All anyway, right. thank you guys so much for tuning in. You should go check us out on Instagram, Unlocking the Magic Podcast, and also on Facebook, we are Unlocking the Magic. And if you want uh, the show notes for this episode or all of our previous episodes, our website is unlockingthemagic.com. And if you want to join Patreon, it's five bucks. You can do that. We do some extra podcast episodes. And we're going to be probably doing more patreon exclusive episodes where we may not put it out here on the feed but we do it inside of our patreon group for those that support the show for for an extra little benefit there all right but mm -hmm. thanks connie mm -hmm. thank you so much for those <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you so much for those amazing trivia questions you're welcome thank you to the walt disney history museum and thank you to me for getting most of them right yeah <laughs> thank you and guys make sure you check them out support the history the disney museum it's a great establishment and a special place that i cannot wait to visit yeah all thank you so much all the reviews on itunes and all the emails we have literally a bazillion emails bazillion is an understatement it's uh, like a lot a bazillion <laughs> awesome. emails yeah of questions and that we're going to do a couple episodes in the future so maybe we'll hop on a live in a few weeks or we'll do a whole 
Q&A podcast episode answering all those questions. So if you have anything you want to say to us, info at Unlocking the Magic is the way to get in touch. Alrighty. I'm out. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. <laughs>